Well, hello and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I am the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Hey, thanks for joining us as we continue to look through the, the book of 1 Timothy, Paul's letter to Timothy, instructing Timothy on how the church should function, how, how we as believers should live the Christian life that's been given to us, especially in relationship to other believers recognizing that this is this is a book for the church. Now, let's go ahead and look at our text today. We are picking up in 1 Timothy chapter 1. We're in verses 12 through 15 and we have we've already seen Paul do some correction of those who they are uh, they are kind of swerving from the truth. They've wandered away and instead Paul contrasts this with with being entrusted with the gospel. And now those who are entrusted with the gospel, they now have this charge that is issued from love. They have this, this, uh, this pure heart and this good and clean conscience and a sincere faith. And so instead of trying to just be teachers of the law, they're those who have actually been entrusted with the gospel and that they are to proclaim this gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the good news that he died and rose again so that if we believe in him, we will be saved. Now, Paul, he gets a little bit biographical here, and he starts to share a little bit of his own story. Here's what he says. He says in verse 12, I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. Now, a couple things here. Paul says that I thank him who has given me strength. This is the one who has enabled me. He says, I am thanking Jesus Christ because it's because of him, because he has given me strength, because he has enabled me that I am able to accomplish what he has called me to do. We could we could just stop right there, right? Here's the deal, brother or sister in Jesus Christ, everything that you accomplish for the Lord, it's not because of your intellect, because of your wit or your strength or your, your tactfulness. It's not because of your own great intelligence, because Jesus Christ has strengthened you. He has enabled you. It says Paul says he, he has strengthened him, him. He says, Christ Jesus our Lord. He says, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. This is not the, the idea that, that Jesus Christ looked at Paul and said, wow, look at how faithful this guy has been. I am going to make him mine. Rather, it's Christ looks at Paul and says, he will be faithful. I'm going to enable him to be faithful. I'm going to judge him as one who is going to be trustworthy for my calling. This is the same of you and I. Christ does not call us because of how awesome we were. He calls us because of what he's going to do in our lives. Because of how he is going to choose to use us. Verse 13. Though formerly I was a blasphemer, persecutor, an insolent opponent. Paul was not faithful. He was a blasphemer. He was one who who blasphemed Jesus Christ. He was a persecutor, one who was there at the the first martyrdom of a Christian and and who had orders to go and persecute Christians. He was an insolent opponent. (laughs) You know, he just really, he's owning it. He was hard-hearted and hard-headed. He opposed the way of Christ, but I received mercy because I acted ignorantly in unbelief. And 
The grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Paul says, look, his grace, it overflowed. I didn't deserve it. It was grace. I didn't earn it. It was grace and it overflowed. And in that overflowing of grace into my life, there was faith and there was love. God poured out faith into me so that I would trust in Jesus. He poured his love into my heart so that I would know he loves me and that I would love him. Finally, the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. And this is Paul's testimony. And I would argue this is your testimony as it is my testimony. He says, the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. Here's the testimony. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. The eternal divine creator came into the world to save sinners through his perfect life, sacrificial death, victorious resurrect, resurrection, and subsequent ruling and reigning from heaven. He came to save sinners. And then Paul says, of whom I was the foremost. I am the foremost. And listen, I can say this myself and you can say this. I am the foremost sinners. Why can I say this? And why can Paul say this? And why can you say this? Here's why. Because I know my sin more than anyone else. Paul knew his sin more than anyone else. You know your sin more than anyone else. I know. I know my thoughts. I know my past. I know the places where I have rebelled against God that no one else knows. I know how heavy the weight of my guilt has been, how deep my sin has gone, and I know the overflowing mercy and grace of Jesus upon me. I did not deserve it at all, yet he has saved me. Paul says the same thing, and you and I, we say the same thing. I'm the foremost of sinners. I'm the foremost. This is not Paul saying that he is a bigger sinner than than Nero or than in the modern world, Hitler. This is not me saying that I'm a bigger sinner than them. I've done more sin. Externally, no, this is saying that I know the depth of my sin more intimately than I know anyone else's sin. And because of that, I am the foremost of sinners. Paul was, and you are as well. And this just makes us so grateful. This makes us so humble. This makes us so, so eager to walk in love as beloved children and to, to honor our Savior who has entrusted us with his gospel and who has strengthened us to do the ministry that he has called us to do. And that with this great encouragement, we have our ancient way for our modern day.